in our threesome? It's a, <laughs> it's a me, Mario. What is up, my friends? And welcome back to Uncensored, the best fucking balls from the podcast. That's right. That's right. So, Jeffy, let's catch up a little bit. I have some crazy stories, some newsworthy stories. Yes. Um, that are kind of fun. Riley sent them to me. Shout out, Riley. Cool. Um, but first, before we do that, let's catch up a little bit. What was How was your um, New Year's Eve? So, I had a blast in Mexico City, but it was a lot. Because I went with friends I grew up with, and they just like to party. Yeah. So, so you went with your girlfriend and also some of your, like, you know. Your friends, I've never, it's funny, you keep them kind of separate. I've never met any of, I've never met anybody out of Jeff's life, except for your dad. You know, I don't, I don't, I think there's just like, your previous friends were just so rowdy mm -hmm. that I don't think I could, I could, I don't think I'm cut out for that. So they group. all know about you and they say, yeah. they say Mario's the only friend of yours, Jeff, we haven't met, but you'd have to be willing to go out. Like, you know, later. Oh yeah, I don't, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't do that. I could catch you on a random night, maybe. Uh, I don't know, dude. I, you, it's so rare for me that I'll be up past midnight. The only reason I'll be up past midnight if I, if, if I do a stand up show. Yeah. But usually I'm not, man. I'm, I like, I like my sleep. I like waking up at six and just doing my thing. But yeah, I think that's why it hadn't happened yet. But Hey, it makes sense. Yeah. They're the guys that have stuck by me through anything. And so they don't, they don't live during the day. We couldn't meet, I couldn't meet them for lunch or something. They just only exist yeah, at night. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, whatever. I'm just a little, you know, everybody wants to meet you though. Cause they see you on, you know, my social media and everything. And at first yeah. they thought, Hey, are you gay with him? And I said, not really. Yeah. But now, you know, they know you're a homie that we just make love every now and then. Who does I love how you're saying these things like they're actual factual facts, you know, <laughs> he just perpetuates this. Um, yeah, man, whatever it is, man, this is good. This is good. So you um, went crazy in Mexico City? I wouldn't say crazy, but it was five straight nights, you know, a little bit every day. Yeah. So you, you know, in cumulative, and you add it all together. It was <laughs> you also lost your ability to speak English, <laughs> apparently. The right word. <laughs> no, total. no, no. No, I'm sure it, it accumulates. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you? You went to New Orleans? We went to New Orleans, and um, it's crazy because I have seen America a little bit, but I have not really seen the South. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different story. New okay. Orleans was um, amazing because I took my dad from Germany and my fiance from America. Okay, we went there after we went to Chicago. And it just had such a Southern vibe. One thing I'll say, first of all, hospitality was horrible. Wow. One thing I noticed, man, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, but also went to maybe some touristy place in like a French quarter, but it was actually crazy, dude. They got us, they clickbaited us. So we went to this restaurant and it was um, this New Orleans restaurant, Southern food. They said they had gumbo and all this like typical Southern New Orleans food. And then this guy stood outside in like a, a suit, almost a tuxedo. He looked super cool, super approachable, had like the thickest New Orleans accent. I can't do an American accent. He was like, he was like, come here, I'm freedom, freedom, that's my American accent impression, okay? So <laughs> he was like, hey, y'all coming in here, it's a good food, New Orleans. And uh, we were like, oh, this guy looks legit. He looks fire. He was very nice, showed us the menu. The photos he showed us, it looked amazing. The food looked fire. Yo, we walk up there. It's like a back alley. Can you go up the stairs? And all of a sudden, there's uh, um, there's this like very bored hostess who just looks at us. He, he goes like, how many of y'all, how many of y'all are you? Whatever. And then she goes like, okay, come on here. So we, she walks down to a table that has still crumbs on it, like breadcrumbs. She uses her fake nails and wipes the crumbs off the table, you know, and then puts the things down and we sit down. It was like, yo, this is the worst fucking experience ever. And then one dude 
I can make this up, dude. He stapled his finger in the middle of the um, restaurant experience. He stapled his finger. And then he was like, fuck, everybody, I stapled my finger. Fuck. And he just screamed it around the restaurant. It was kind of funny, but it's also just so weird, man. And um, they just didn't come for a minute. It's just like the whole customer. Maybe I'm, you know, my fiance is, um, maybe she's a little bit more snobby, but we've been going to nice places in LA where customer service is pretty good. But this was honestly, I would say, France has horrible customer service experience. They're known for that. New Orleans, I would also put in the same category. I was thinking maybe it is because the French influence. Okay. I thought it might be a little bit of that, like, kind of white hillbilly trash. Like, Nolans really no, has. They're all black people. So maybe it is because we you were don't white. Like black people? No, listen, Jeff, I didn't say that. I said they were, they were black. No, I didn't like not. I didn't like the fact that they were black. No, in fact, I did not not like the fact that they were black. I like the fact. In fact, I like I like when people are black. You love black. If you're I love black people, <laughs> God damn it! I love black people. I got a lot of black friends. I get so nervous when I talk about this stuff. No, listen. The fact that they're black had nothing to do with the fact that they're horrible service. Okay. Yeah. Well, New Orleans, I, I, you know, they said you have Southern hospitality in general in the South, but New Orleans. Is its own place. It's just, I think it was a very touristy place. I think that's more attributed to that. Other places you went to after, more local places were actually fine. Um, but for New Year's Eve, we went to a rave. And I took my dad to a rave. Did you do like the, the Mardi Gras Street? What no, that? we did like, okay, no, there's Bourbon Street and all that. Bourbon but street. we went to a rave that was outside of Bourbon Street. But dude, it was like, I don't really party. And you know how, what kind of music I like? It's like, it's like the heart is like, Welt domination. It's just like that hard German. No like words. A, yeah. Sometimes, you know, just like, just we will all die very soon. Um, but that place was kind of crazy because they had, uh, the, the headliner was called Cruella. Have you heard of them? No. Do you know Cruella? Two, le- two girls, I'm assuming lesbians. They play hard style. And I like that. It's very hard. It's like European hard style. But they were the headliners. They came on at like 2 a.m., which usually I wouldn't be awake for even. And the first acts leading up to that, they were, they were good. Some of them, though, I'll say this in America. What the fuck is going on with dubstep right now? What's happening? Like dubstep is out of control in America. Like any club I went to also in Vegas, all they do is they play a pop song, a chorus of a popular song. For example, they play, I'm Mr. Brightside. And then it's like, the whole time. And then, and then that lasts for like 30 minutes of like the craziest dubstep drop. And then all of a sudden, next song. I just came to say hello. I was like, Jesus, Lord. It just kept going, man. And then they were like, and a little bit of chicken fry. I was like, yo. It's almost like TikTok. It, it felt like each drop was a TikTok. Uh, a TikTok. Because each drop lasted for about 30 seconds. And, it, okay. and then it was on to the next ones. It's almost like. People have no attention span anymore. Because what I like, remember Coachella? One of my favorite moments last year, by the way, I wrote that down. My most, uh, my favorite moments was at Coachella with you and Riley mm-hmm. when uh, Opus by Eric Prides was playing. And we're at Coachella, we'd film a bunch of videos. And that, you know, the song that's like, do, 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 do. And it just builds forever. And then the beat drops. But it was an eight, an eight minute buildup. I like that shit. But those clubs mm-hmm. with the dubstep, it just feel, it, it feels like... Sex with no foreplay. It's just like, you know, bomb. You bust a nut and the next one and the next one and the next one. You know, did you tell me this? Somebody else told me that same thing. And it's like, it's like everyone was ADD and it's, 
20 second drops or whatever yep. and then you're on to the next one uh, maybe it is because no one has attention spans these days they have to just keep it keep flipping it keep flipping it keep their attention but that's not you you like it deep like a deep man and i like a good drop but it was just too much it was fun for a minute but then it got a little repetitive um but then cruella came on it was really hard hard style and you stayed up all night i stayed up to like we stayed maybe till like 2 45 okay which is long for me and then i went to bed and it's Look good you know you. i don't do that often but i did it you know get you you're growing up yeah i had and i had a little bit of red bull sugar-free which i usually don't do but like that shit fucked me up dude that's the reason why I stayed awake. I was like, oh. Yeah, I'm doing 30 uh, January, no alcohol, because I had a few drinks every day. It built up, and yeah. it's no bueno. Alcohol's not good, man. Do you know the word alcohol is uh, the Arabic word for alcohol? Mm -hmm. And it means body-eating spirit. And it says, in, in essence, your spirit leaves your body. Are you kidding me? For real? And when I read that, I was like, wow. Damn, they were spot on. I mean, in a way, yeah. No, alcohol's not very productive. I don't like it as much. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why. So, I, I think I'm actually I would go out more often. It's not that I don't drink. I genuinely don't like the music in America at clubs. Yeah, but I noticed that I was getting so tired, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do any drugs. I just you know, and I was getting tired of this club. But then once Cruella came on, they played some actual good music that I liked. Dude, I was awake. So I feel like that's also one of the reasons why I never connected with going out in America. Besides from the fact that I'm just like not a night owl and I just like to work. But um, yeah, yeah. Don't forget that part. That, that part also is very important. <laughs> but you know, if the music was in Berlin, I would go out every once in a while and actually enjoyed it because then I felt the music was just like, you know, I felt like it was more, just more German. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you're saying. Like with my friends, I love to go out with them because that's what we do. But with you, I I understand what you're saying. It's not productive, really. Yeah. It's just kind of about us enjoying the moment. Yeah, and you can we can do that during the day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? No, that's how I felt. That's how I felt. But it's fun. It moved my dad. Man, my dad went crazy. We put like yeah. this glass on him. My dad was just like, he'd never danced to hard sound music. <laughs> and he was just like, and was like the hardest, break your fucking neck. Go. And it was like, and my dad was just like, he was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. But that's great, man. He's yeah. so fun. I love oh, my dad. He's so, um, you know, what's funny about that is like, I love spending time with my dad just because, you know, I love, it's just my father and I love showing him place in America and different exploring things with him. Uh, but he's so excitable. He's down for anything, man. The whole time my dad is like, he's just not a little sissy boy. And your dad looks good. I mean, that was a Maria. So I was like, damn, Mario's dad looks good and healthy and lean and young. Thank you. It's Europeans and Germans. I'm yeah, sure. man. My dad, I mean, he doesn't give a, he smokes. He's been smoking for 40 years, dude. But doesn't, you know, that's how it is. Hairline looks good. I Hairline think. looks good. I feel optimistic for the future. You know, you know, this dude hadn't, he didn't have a, it's so funny, man, with my dad, he, he never had a skincare routine or anything. Like, I recently just started wearing sunscreen. And I feel like, you know, my dad did fucking nothing and he just like ate. But also, you know, we think all healthy is like, you know, doing this stuff and like putting on sunscreen, all this stuff and beauty products. But my dad was just, every day of his life, he was outside. You know, fresh air, walking around, working whatever in the fields and stuff like that. So I think that just keeps you healthy. Yeah, he kind of lives in that. It's a little underrated living in the small town village in yeah. Germany. Or also stress. I think like such a big contributor to how we age is stress. Like no matter what diet you have, no matter how many skincare products you use, like if you're stressed chronically, it's going to show and you're going to age quick, more quickly. So, yeah. Probably affects yeah. your sleep and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my, my dad's fucking, he sleeps very well. He's just, you know. Yeah, it was fun having him, man. Yeah. 
it was very sad when he left. I was like, oh shit, I mean, I wish he lived here, you know, because like it's, I can't really, you know. That's the thing when you live so far away from your parents, it's like, oh, it's a little bit of a challenge seeing them, you know. Well, you're going to get married in Germany, what, in a year or so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Any, right any, any, any doubts? <laughs> Jeff is, every single time you bring up this topic, Jeff is like, so you still... You're still good? Have you changed your mind? I'm still available, it's you know? not too late. The more, it's not too late to turn this whole carriage around. Yeah. No, I'm just teasing. I love Vita. We've grown uh, a lot closer. She's sweet to me now. That's when true. She's not here, though. I still want to smash you out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, I mean, you know, she, you've also voiced that very clearly when she's here. That's true. Yeah. I don't know It's why so she funny like that me. it's like having a best friend who's like so blatantly sexually into me that I love that. That's a big part of our dynamic, you know? I'm authentic. That's what keeps... <laughs> you get what you get. That's what good friendships are built on. It's just like sexual tension. <laughs> that's what... Yeah, that's what good bromance is built on. That's right. That's how we started. You were my first... Yeah. First big kiss. My first guy kiss. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Go see it. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle plug. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got that big thumbnail of you and I just... You have this look on your face when you're like... You're oh, I looked hot, man. My jawline was popping that shot. I was like, all I could think about while I was kissing you was just like, oh, fuck, my jawline, I'm sure it looks fly right now. <laughs> you're not into kiss at all. You're just... Yeah, man. Make sure your jawline's good. Well, it meant more to me than that. Just so you know. <laughs> Yo, people were... It's so funny. Comments on YouTube are so hilarious because a lot of people on YouTube were commenting. They were like, oh, wait, Mario... You stopped so quickly, Jeff wanted more, you know, and they were interpreting like the That's moment right. after you were like, you know, you were like this. And then people were like, Mario, you broke Jeff's heart. You wanted more, but you know. Thank you. That's exactly what happened, you know. It so, is yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah. happened. You yeah, pulled I'm away sorry. too quick. I'm sorry, man. You know, it was like, I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. You know, it was like a whole thing. It's like your quick comes. You I know, I know. Stick it I out gotta, a little I gotta work. Yeah, I got to work on that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just efficient working on moving on to the next thing, you know, constantly. Yeah. On that note, my man. Um, since we established some sort of like awkward sexual tension now, yeah. um, <laughs> Riley was nice enough to send us some articles that he, th he, th he thought would be cool to discuss on the podcast. Thank you, Riley. So let me just read this one to you. And I haven't read the whole thing, but this is fucking hilarious. So <laughs> news, BBC, proving you're gay to the Turkish army. Okay. Military service is mandatory for all Turkish men. They can only escape if they are ill, disabled, or homosexual. But proving homosexuality is a humiliating ordeal. Dude, so from what I understand, I haven't read the whole article. From what I understand is though that if you are, there's mandatory military service in Turkey. I don't know if that's, this article is also from a few years ago, but I don't know if that's still a thing. But you can get out of the mandatory military service if you're gay. And apparently you have to prove that you're gay. Because otherwise everybody would just say they're gay. Your friend did in Iran. Oh my God, you want to come on? No? Okay, fantastic. Well, <laughs> I tried, I tried. <laughs> so in Iran, he, 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 tried, he had to prove that he was gay. How did he prove he was gay? And how do you know, but were you part of the, <laughs> part of the, <laughs> damn it. Dude, oh, wow. How do you prove that? You're like, okay, who, what's Beyonce's middle name? Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Who's the quarterback of the LA Rams? You don't know it? You're gay, you know? That's wild, man. So no, here's what I say. They asked me when I first had anal intercourse, oral sex, and what of toys I played with as a child. As if like, if you play with Barbies, that means that you're gay. Because I'm sure a lot of, you know, Holy shit. this is just like, this is all the stereotypes, but I'm sure there's a bunch of gay guys who 
are gay, but they still played with boy toys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of gay men that don't really come off as gay men. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what this is about because they're saying that um, <laughs> they asked me if I liked football, whether I wore women's clothes or use women's perfume. Um, I had a few days beard and I'm a masculine guy. They told me I didn't look like a normal gay man. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's so weird. And, and here, get this. This is the fucking craziest thing. Give you the pink certificate. So, um, okay. <laughs> then, as a gay man, he was also afraid of being bullied. And uh, after a little more than a week, he, he plucked up his courage to declare his sexual orientation to his commander. Okay. So, um, okay, here, get this. He had gone prepared. So, basically, to revoke the military service, he, he had gone prepared with explicit photographs of himself having sex with another man. Having heard that it would be impossible to get out of military service without them. And this is the quote. The face must be visible and the photos must show you as the passive partner. What? So it's not gay unless you bought him. And I've been <laughs> saying this my entire life, dude. You were right. I was right, dude. This whole time. It's not gay unless you bought him. Isn't that fucking crazy? So what is the problem with having gays in the military? Well, that's is one it, of, yeah, that's the first. Is a mess up, like. The potential camaraderie because people think they're going to be hitting on them or something. It's forbidden in Islam, yeah, but not okay. in Turkey. Homosexual is not in Turkey specifically. There's no laws against it. But of course, it is difficult then, you know, because obviously religion, like Islam runs through the, the country, right? So it's definitely harder to um, get into positions there. And it's interesting though. I don't know because, I mean, gay men in the military, it's like in America, you had this whole thing about like, don't ask, don't tell, right? Yeah. You just don't talk about being gay. Right. Which, that's a whole nother thing, but it's one step further to be like, okay, if you're gay, you can't even be part of the military. What is it like now in America's military? Is it just don't ask, don't tell, or is it completely open for homosexuals? I, or? I'm assuming it's fully open. I would think so, too. I mean, I mean of course, man. I mean, that in America, 100%. Okay. It'd be weird, right? Well, that don't ask, don't tell wasn't that long ago. It's, you're, I mean, yeah, this whole thing is true. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see what the problem is. It's just like picture, picture yourself, you were a gay man in Turkey. And you're like, I mean, honestly, we, we probably would pass. Honestly, dude, we can just, <laughs> I can just show him the fucking bromance calendar and some of my modeling photos. And they'd be like, okay, man. Okay, we got it. Okay, we got it. Okay, we've seen enough. Pretty clear. <laughs> we have seen enough. Okay, just now we, you go, you go do. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, man. I still can't believe this. Yeah, they're saying when somebody comes out and says he's gay, then the army needs to make sure that he's truly gay and not simply lying to evade his mandatory duty to serve in the military. But dude, that's so, that's so crazy because I think if you come out as, as gay in that way, there are some other repercussions. I don't think anybody, is, if you're in a country where being gay is, is difficult, right? Which, you know, it's a, I think most, every, every country has some difficulties, but especially in Turkey, you don't just come out as gay, right? There's still like, there's stakes to it. Yeah, you're right. Dude, the whole military service is crazy. You know that I was the first generation in Germany that didn't have the man mandatory military service anymore. Damn. Yeah. I was the first or second year because before me, the generations, you had to, you had to, as a German, when you graduate high school, you had to do one year of military service. And some countries still have it. Like Israel still has it. Yeah. Um, uh, South Korea still has it because they're still at war technically with North Korea and Iran. Yeah. Yeah, two years in Iran. Yeah, it's wild. In general, in in America, when I was growing up, people that went into the military, it was because they had nowhere else to go, essentially. You know, 
I don't know if that's the case now. Interesting. Yeah, no, in Germany, it's more of a, I mean, some people is like that. They just get a lot of discipline from it, but there's a lot of benefits to it too, you know? Um, but I would have, I don't, I don't know if I, I probably would have done it, but in Germany, what you could do is you could choose between the military or you do a social program. Like you, you go to an old folks home or you do something in the social realm for one year, which I think makes sense, right? You can choose either. Um, and I think it's a good experience. Honestly, I think being in the military, I have some friends who went to the German military um, and it's really been good for them. They've really learned a lot of discipline and um, it's been a good experience, even for one year. And I think getting out of, being uncomfortable for a year is good in that sense. Just the military has an association, especially in Germany. It's not as... You know, I have this whole thing about like veterans in Germany. They're having, they have a little bit of a different life than veterans in America, you know, because we lost twice. So there's no veteran discounts in Germany. <laughs> Very different. Ger veterans pay, pay more and they board last in Germany. Damn. So different. Yeah, veterans is not, it's not like, I, I was very surprised when I saw how much pride Americans have for their veterans. I mean, anyone that was forced to go to war and fucking kill people and live through that bullshit should be treated with respect. Well, what about Germans who were forced to go to war? Anyone. I mean, for real, if you, but, look, but German, I mean, it's just like the, you're on the other side, the other team. No, I know. But I, from what I've read is that you should look at the Nazi guards in those concentration camps and understand that is you. That is not, not you. That is you and me. If yeah. we were in that position, most likely, we were doing the same shit. Yeah, well, that's we had this conversation last time. I think it's right, yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. It's just fucking crazy. And here's one story, man. When I was in South Korea, I couldn't believe it. There's professional soccer players. This one guy. I'm gonna butcher his name. His name is Shon Min Son. Okay, Korean soccer player. Amazing player, dude. One of the best players ever. Played for Tottenham in the Premier. Still amazing player to this day. He had to go. Hi, baby. It's the baby. How are you, baby? Hi. We're talking about military service. <laughs> and we're talking about the military service because I almost went to war. No, I'm, I almost had to do the mandatory military service. Yeah. We're talking about the thing, baby, if you're going to come on later. In Turkey, if you're gay, you don't have to go to military, but you have to prove that you're gay. So you have to show explicit photos of you being a bottom. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Fortunately, we have those of you. Seriously? Yeah, we're safe. <laughs> Thanks, baby. That's amazing. I've got many of those. But now get this. This is fucking crazy. So in, in, when I was in South Korea, they had the Olympic Games happening. And they played a final Korea versus Japan. Okay? Which is kind of ironic because of the war and everything. But in Korea, you have to go to the military service unless you win a gold medal in the Olympics. And this one player, he was like 25. So he would, he would be due to do the military service for like two years, which when you're on the top of your soccer career in, the, in England and you're playing the Premier League at one of the top clubs in the world, you're playing the Champions League and everything, man, you're, you're, you're one of the top players in the world. He was probably one of the top, like at least top 20 soccer players at that time in the world. And then he's, you're playing a final against Japan and you're not only playing to win a gold medal for your team, you're playing for your career because every player on that team gets a gold medal if they win. And every player on the team doesn't have to go to the military service. There's a lot at stake. A lot at stake. Holy Can you imagine? One game determines your life. Dude, that's 25. That's like some of the most important years of your life as an athlete, especially. Dude, so they, they, they won though. I was Ooh. so happy. I watched that game. I was like, I felt for every single player on that field. Because I thought they could maybe crush under pressure. But bro, if I was Japan, I would have 
imagine how much on the how much is all is at stake for them for the individual players, dude. Fucking crazy. That's like, you know, 20 players on the roster who all could continue their careers. Yeah. So, crazy, man. Glad we live, we live in a country where we don't have to do this. <laughs> you think we would be trying to weasel our way out of military service here? I think I probably, I don't support war. What? Yeah, military's not about war, but yeah, no, I probably would because I have other shit to do, you know, with my life. I think I would do it for like, a, maybe for like as a challenge. You know, go through the basic training for like whatever I can do for six months, nine months or whatever. But um, only when I'm like at a younger age. Not when I have an established career like I have right now. <laughs> sort of established. We're working on it, guys. We're working on it. I just have a principle that anything by force is not good. So if they want to force me to go in the military, I think I'm going to say it's probably not a good thing. Yeah. I think I wouldn't do it either, no. Uh, if you do it, I think the issue is just there's not enough people wanting to do it, I think. That's why they have to put a lot of incentives in place. Because again, in Germany, it's not, it's not very, it's not regarded as something. Because we have so much guilt around our military and stuff. So it's not very, it's not cool. It's not very um, honorable in a, in a way, you know? Okay. Well, good. I mean, it yeah, be. it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Dude, this, this whole Turkey thing, I have to read this whole thing, but this is fucking crazy. They're even saying that Turkey's military hospitals still define homosexuality as an illness. Wild, right? <laughs> Turkey is another fucking level, man. This is crazy, dude. Now, the Israeli guard, the chicks, they're hot. And I've gotten a DM, a couple DMs from them. They say the craziest horny shit you would ever imagine. It's awesome. Who does that? Some of those Israeli military girls. Girls? Yeah. Who do they say horny stuff to? To me. To you? In my DMs. Wait, they have in the past. You're DMing Israeli military girls? This is in the past, not not during the war. How do you right DM now. Israeli military girls? They hit me up. They hit you up? A couple of them, yeah. A specific you found your yep. niche, dude. Talking I, about like porn star talk. It was awesome. So I've got this, you know. I've n- have you heard of this? No, from <laughs> him, yeah. But it's not a thing, right? It's not a thing people know, oh, Israeli military girls are hot or like yeah, hot. everybody knows some Israeli military girls are hot. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. Israeli girls are beautiful. And I'm not beautiful. just saying this because I'm German. I have guilt. No, they're fucking beautiful. I went to Burning Man. We had a camp, all of Israelis. They're all absolutely beautiful women. women. I agree. Yeah. Amazing. The men. <laughs> I think, no, in that, in that case, I would say the women are actually hotter than men. It, for some reason, in that, in that, you know, for that ethnicity, I, I lo- Israelis are beautiful women. There's something yeah. about a hot Israeli woman in the military gear yeah. it's like something hot about it i don't know why <laughs> there's something ironic about the fact that there's a war going on right now <laughs> and we're talking about how hot the israeli military girls are but hey you know it, it has to be said and you know yeah yeah there was one of the girls no joke well she's not a military girl now but she was because they all have to right so women have to also go to the military i'm pretty sure it's mandatory for women too holy shit for like okay, a year or two that. but she was hitting me up and she wanted me to post all this stuff on my stories on Instagram about Dur- how about during the war was it recently yeah like okay. about how Hamas was sure. raping and doing all this stuff. sure I was like hey I support you but I'm not gonna post about it you know yeah I've also kind of stayed it, the topic is just so I just I tend to stay off polarizing topics yeah, because absolutely you know uh, same with COVID man I made one remark during COVID and I was like oh my god the backlash was like ridiculous you know, I just said something like, you know, I went for a run and I was like, hey, I think, you know, since I've been like, I think we should 
we should still prioritize our and go for runs and prioritize like our physical health and stuff because that's more important than whatever. And I just made a little, this was also in the beginning while it was not, you know, like we didn't know enough about it. And I was just like, I just felt that I was intuitively how I felt. And I just, I didn't even say anything. This was before vaccine and all that, before it became so politi- political. Holy shit, man. The amount of DMs. Friends telling me, Mario, I, um, I made friends with some plans from friends, not going to call them out now, but in friends in LA. And they were like, Mario, you know, I was um, going to meet up with you, but I think it's just um, the things you're posting. I think it's very irresponsible and stuff. I was like, oh, God damn, it was not even that bad. You know, so I, in that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay off. Yeah, people yeah. go fucking crazy over these topics. I wonder if they look back on their lives and were like, why? I wonder if they wonder why they were so fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. yelling at everybody about taking vaccines, put your mask on. It's like, what? What's your problem? Take your vaccine. You're good. Wear yeah. your mask by yourself in your car if you want to. I get. I mean, I get it. It's uh, when you have a lot, not a lot of knowledge. And I love that I said, oh, we're going to stay off controversial topics. And here we are <laughs> of talking about fucking vaccines and stuff like that. This part is going to get demonetized and stuff but you know it is what it is i have a very neutral stance on it like on anything anything i love that we just started bouncing our titties at the same time i think this moment needs to get a little too political here so we gotta <laughs> we gotta keep people watching by bouncing our chest right now I feel yeah. Like, yeah we like to keep it um um mainly about gays so <laughs> exactly exactly Hindustan times okay um well talking about that as well <laughs> so Riley also sent me this, and I don't know how this fucking. Pa- I, I'm I'm not very. Do you watch news and stuff? Do you, are you because you're a little more plugged in? I feel like I'm not, dude. I'm not very plugged into news or anything. But I got this video from this article from Riley. I couldn't believe it. Congressional staffer fired after gay sex video scandal rocks U.S. Senate. So do you heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, I did. So what the fuck happened? I, and I, I'm sorry, guys, like on this podcast, we're not very like time. This, this, is, this is all broken like December 17th. So we're a little late to the party, but I think it's just phenomenally entertaining and just the balls in this dude. So an explicit video of a congressional staffer having gay sex in the U.S. Senate hearing room went viral on Friday. The video is reportedly intended to be shared in a private group for gay men in politics. Was it called... LPSG was that the one? Was that the one? LPSG. Unbelievable man! And however, it was leaked to Daily Caller. One of the men in the video was identified as blah 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 blah, a staffer for eighty-year-old Senator Ben Cardin. He's been fired from the post. Do you, first question: Do you think he would have been fired from the post if it would have been a straight video? Do you think he was fired only because he was bottoming, like in like the gay man in Turkey? <laughs> yeah, he was giving. <laughs> I just assume all politicians are scumbags, and I think most people should assume that. But I think that they're just so because they they get so much power that they're always searching for more. And this is one thing: like, let's go on the Senate floor, smash our brains. I think that sounds kind of dope, actually. Honestly, I mean, it is fucking weird, but also I'd really respect it. It's kind of like one of those things where I'm like, it's it's absolutely not cool to do that, but also. I kind of want to fist bump the guy because <laughs> you could, you could, I mean, if you're horny, you know, there's one thing and you can, you know, some people have sex behind a dumpster or whatever, but dude, at Congress, dude, that's like, that is next level. Like there's only the one up would be maybe like having sex, like having gay sex at like the, the, in, at the Vatican at like some chapel or something like that, you know, like that would be the ultimate fucking fuck you to everybody. You know what I'm saying? The Congressman, he's like thinking of all, the achievements of all the presidents and like Abraham Lincoln ended slavery, but he's like, 
I'm gonna smash out on the floor. <laughs> I'm gonna bottom out there. I got this. <laughs> oh my god. They also said after the scandalous video went viral online on tw- on Friday, Mike Collins wrote on X. Cardin Steph Wilden making porn at work and yelling free Palestine at a Jewish congressman. I have a question. How long would Cardin's filmmaker last in a free Palestine? So it got a little political too with that, you know? How also, how do you, okay, why, why do they film it? It's just like all of it is just like, it seems like you don't just have sex because you're horny and then film it. It seems almost like a statement. Yeah. You know, like I would do that shit. Okay, so here was what I would respect. You know, like in Florida with the don't say gay or like some bills, like some, some bills were kind of like, you know, anti or say, you know, the uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned or whatever. And you do an act to protest that. Like, for example, say, say they took gay rights away in Florida. If somebody went to the senator's house in Florida and, and just had an orgy there, I would respect that as a political statement. You know, I don't know if there's a political statement or if it's just fucking outrageous they yeah. just want i mean you know if anything they made it to the front page of hindustan times which i've never heard of but um <laughs> i know but i actually heard about it too but i don't know it, it quickly went away so i wonder what happened if this person got another job somewhere else or i want to get that person on the podcast that's what i want okay write, the, write their name down Let's no see. literally i mean hey reach out you have a pr my pr team should reach out to them yeah I wonder, you know, this broke, this was public. I wonder how many stories of people having sex in random places didn't get uncovered, like didn't get leaked. I know. What are they doing in there? How many people had sex at the White House? You know, like, because we know about, like, you know about Bill Clinton and Lewinsky? Mm -hmm. Lewinsky? Is that Monica, how you say it? Monica Lewinsky. Lewinsky, is that how you say it? Dude, I was, I'm something from a German sometimes. I'm like, that, that's definitely how, not how you say it, but yeah. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you did. It's so funny how many politicians said some things and then it like, it, it's like blatantly a lie. You know, it's like the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, in Germany, there was this one guy, he was like, when they built the Berlin Wall, he was like, um, nobody has an intention of building a wall here. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're building a fucking wall, you know? Like on air, fucking the whole world's watching. He's like, look in the camera, being like, Niemand hat hier ein, ein, hat vor eine Mauer zu bauen, you know? And then they're fucking building a wall. There's no hesitation. Listen, look at me. Lying. Look at my eyes. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> nobody has any intentions of everything. Yeah. God, they probably know all kinds of, like, what, what secrets does a president know? Exactly. What dark secrets about who has been smashing who in the White House? Probably aliens <laughs> smashing where, people in there. No, literally. <laughs> I think some aliens been smashed in the White House, right? I mean, they must have happened. I'd like to watch that. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Honestly, I, I think I, I low-key don't, low don't want to know. I'm curious what comes out like 100 years from now about some shit that's happening right this second, you know, that we don't want to know about. I just want to know about the aliens. Like, tell me about the aliens. Are they real? Dude, this is going to turn into a Joe Rogan podcast okay, right yeah, now. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about ghosts, man. But go. Bigfoot, dude. Bigfoot. What about Bigfoot? I do wonder when you do psychedelics, because uh, I heard someone talking about interdimensional aliens. So, like, the aliens, they think, are basically here. They're not traveling here. They're here. Yeah. But when you do a bunch of psychedelics, you're able to kind of you be in that dimension, pull the veil back. Yes. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this. Even Travis talked about this with exactly. psychedelics, you know? So I exactly. feel like there's definitely something there. And I wonder, though, with psychedelics, all people see similar shit on psychedelics. You know, and it's definitely a common thing. 
where now it's like, okay, but what if aliens are just way ahead of us? Maybe, what if they, psychedelics, maybe if that's just like the aliens made psychedelics to control us more, maybe there's something, you know, we can see or that's, we're supposed to know that. But the psychedelics, I feel like don't, they help us to get out of regular thinking. So I don't know why the psychedelics would control. Well, maybe the aliens planted them. So we think that way. I That's think the next evolution. Psychedelics is going to get us to that level where then we will be for the aliens what they want us to be. Maybe there's some fucking other plan that we don't even know about. I think it's possible aliens are controlling us, but I think psychedelics would be the anti. Oh, yeah? The okay. Kryptonite. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you, okay, interesting, interesting. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. I do think <laughs> that psychedelics, and this is going to go a little far, and probably most people are going to click off, but I have a theory. Technological advancement, it has grown so exponentially right now it's fucking out of control with ai every technological advancement will be accelerated it will be so much faster think about how much progress we've made in technology in the last 10 years like if you there's a, there's a scan i think it's so interesting if you look at the scale of human technological evolution the the, the same amount of progress have been made has been made in the last 10 years as we made or like maybe 20 years don't quote this but this is just like you know the, the, general, the general idea of this. In the last 20 years, we made as much progress as we made in the last 2 billion years. Shit. Or that's, a, that's too many years. But, you know, <laughs> 2 million, whatever. Since like, the, in, the last, in the last 2,000 years, you know, since, since okay. you know, we made as much progress as in the last 20 years, which is crazy. It's only going to get faster and faster and faster. And it's out of control with AI. It's going to be even faster because each technological advancement is going to make you know, the internet made every other technological advance so much easier because we can communicate now. We have resources. Information can be shared much more easily. With AI, it's going to grow even faster. And I just think it's growing at a rate where we can't fucking control it anymore. So we have that on the one side. Everything's becoming faster. AI, everything, which can be a threat to humanity. But then on the other hand, we have psychedelics growing at the same rate, which is almost the antidote to that, which kind of makes us go inwards and think more as a collective less ego driven you know goes back to our roots so i think maybe it is some maybe god or whoever had this plan where like you know the advancement of human society is inevitable but we have psychedelics to balance that out because you can see both growing at the same time there's more hippies than ever and also more technological advancement than ever and i think it's both growing at a rate where i think Maybe one is supposed to balance the other one out, you know? So you're pro-psychedelic. You're pro-shroomy. Yeah, I'm very pro-psychedelic. Pro-LSD. Yeah, absolutely. I meant to... Could you cut that out, Riley? (laughs) (laughs) I forget what we're doing sometimes. (laughs) Um, No, I want another psychedelic journey very soon because my mind... You never think like that. It's like I'm always constantly in the matrix. I'm I'm back in the matrix constantly. I'm back on social media. I'm back just thinking about myself and that psychedelic complete reset. Yeah. Oh man, it's awesome. I want to do another one. I've only done one of those with Travis and it yeah. was a wonderful experience. And I'm ready for another one. I'm turning 30 in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you need a bigger one. I, I need a bigger one. I'm turning 30, so I want to know what's happened, what's gonna happen. All right, so um, now we have the baby on the podcast too. I was telling Jeff that I'm turning 30. You are. And I'm feeling a little weird about it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I was always used to being the young, hot, dynamic German model. That was just a fresh model that was being passed around New York, you know? And now I'm 
I'm losing money. <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? I passed around. No, I was just. I was just used to being like you know. People are like, oh, he's so young and fresh and hot, and that was what my identity was built on. And now I feel like I'm. I'm gonna lose that. Once I'm thirty, it's over, man. Can I be yeah. honest with you? Yeah, tell me. When you turn thirty and you say it, it's gonna feel weird because it did to me. Yeah. You don't feel any different, but when you say I'm thirty, yeah, I just want to prepare you. Okay. It's going to feel a little weird. Yeah, because I'm 29 now, and I feel like that's nicer. You know what I mean? My life got better when I turned 30. Mm. That's when I met you. That's what I'm saying. I know it's very different, you know? So for me, I don't know. I was just peaking, and then now I'm, yeah. I agree with her, though. Your life does get better. It you. gets so much better when you're in your 30s, because I think there's a lot of confusion in your 20s. That's true. I think I have a lot more certainty now. I think that is true. And it's actually kind of ironic how everything worked out for me, because that my 20s, like when I turned 20 is exactly when I started modeling and went to the US and started traveling full time as a model. And then I figured out 10 years doing social media, figuring out my passions, figure out my authentic voice and all that, figure out everything to the point where now I have a direction with comedy with everything and I can work on it. I think Casey Neistat once said, you spent your 20s figuring out what you want to do. You spent your 30s doing it and you spent your 40s enjoying it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. For some people, though, like Jeff, he's 59 and he's still in the figuring out phase. I think he's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I think, it. I think it, he's yeah. having a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> She's right. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I like Vita these mm-hmm. days. We kind of, we mind meld like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're my brother, you know, from another mother. No, I'm part of the tripod. <laughs> forget that. There's not a single podcast where, where Jeff doesn't bring up that we should be a thruple. Yeah. And it's a little weird having him as a best friend. Only if Maria is there. Before y'all get married, <laughs> we need to cross a few lines. Oh, you know okay. <laughs> oh God damn it. Before you get married. I have a feeling like it the, the day before the wedding, Jeff is going to be standing in like the castle bedroom, wherever it is in Germany, <laughs> naked, just like, guys, this is our moment. Um, you had the same vision. Yeah. No, I'm having it right now. I'm just preparing um, an exit strategy. So we should definitely check, like, can we escape through the windows? Is there a trick door? It's a castle. There's mm. probably like a trick door. We can feel like, yeah, we're yeah, going to marry the castle. Let me freshen up. And then you like go out the closet. <laughs> I can also picture the moment, the the moment our, whoever officiates the wedding is going to be like, anybody has any objections about this marriage? Speak now or be silent forever. In that moment, Jeff's just going to fucking kick in the door with a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something to say. And like a, 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 a denim vest and no bottoms. <laughs> he's just going to walk in. That's he's, a vision. Yeah. And he's going <laughs> to propeller his penis and be like, okay, for a right partner. I do think Mario has really thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen that propeller a few times. Oh, dude, the Very propeller. Yeah. Specific. Dude, also, I want to talk about this. Do you remember like the, because we did some shoots together and it was so funny to me. One of my favorite memories that I wrote down from 2023 was, um, I mean, not one of my favorites. It's going to sound weird, but it's when we were, when we were drawing each other naked together at the, in that YouTube video. Yeah. It was like, such a silly like video. To, uh, let everyone know I was there for that. Yeah. I was going to get to that. Yeah. How was that experience for you, baby? Because I think we have, it's so funny. We, we, the three of us are so comfortable with each other. I like how you asked me a question. I was about to answer. <laughs> then you kept talking. <laughs> what do you think about That's that? True. Well, I'm going to tell you what I thought. <laughs> good point, baby. Good point. Comment below if you uh, think Vita should um, have free speech. 
free my voice. <laughs> well, how, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Making sure I can answer this. Because um, I felt it was so weird that you were just there <laughs> and then Jeremy was naked. <laughs> he was just buffing you the know whole what? time. Does anyone have like a, a sock puppet? We can just put a sock puppet here. I can go take a break. And just put a sock I'm sorry, baby. I'm It'll sorry. I'm so sorry. Being here. I just got excited about the visual. I'm sorry. You keep talking. Oh, I just thought I, I thought it was really uh, funny and it was cute. And I was like really curious to see how seriously you guys would take it because obviously you two are always very silly together. It's true. And when you're naked together, usually you're just um, working. You're not necessarily examining each other. So it's different. And I, <laughs> I felt like there were some like grounded moments, but also I felt like you guys were... Uh, avoiding the vulnerability and the seriousness of it by being silly, especially Jeff. Mm. Yeah, that's my way of coping. With I know. It. I see. Right, but it's also you. hard to be serious. <laughs> no, because part of the, so we I didn't even saw it, but we made a video. It's actually a very funny video. I think it's one of my most fun videos on YouTube mm -hmm. where we uh, drew new portraits of each other. So. Say that again. That was hard to understand. I'm drunk, baby. I'm fuck. I've did four podcasts. Today, yeah, okay? your English was like junior more Baby, you try fucking doing a podcast oh. and hosting a podcast with over 100 episodes oh. in a foreign language. Yeah, you try doing it in German. Go do a podcast in German now. Welcome in, mine friends. My friends. Very good. Very good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Ich bin Vita. Hallo. You sound like Dora the Explorer. It's just like the German version of Dora. Hallo, schön. I don't know. That was pretty good. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. The Eule spielt Schach. Jeden Tag Schach, yeah. Meine Katze. Yeah. See, that's like what happens when you only learn German based on Duolingo. What are you talking about? You learn things like, the owl plays chess every day. No, that I just was saying profound things in German. <laughs> Why are you lying to them? So here's the thing. When we did the nude portrait video. Portrait fucking, it's a fucking German accent. Fucking fuck. Nude we did, portrait we did, I'm just going to speak as a German accent for the rest of this video. It's easier for me now. Yeah. And instantly I became more gay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you know? It's I, a Switzerland influence. I, it's, it's, I think it's more of the Austrian. Because Bruno, you know, Bruno, he sounds so gay German. Everybody thinks now German sounds gay all the time, but we're not always gay. Sometimes we are serious. Stop it. Stop it, woman. Okay, listen, here's the thing. Jeff and I were naked and there is a sense of vulnerability, exposing yourself fully naked to your best friend in a way where you can't hide anything. You know, yeah. we, we were standing there. You were actually drawing me and drawing every inch of my body. There is something <laughs> uncomfortable, even though I'm like, there's, you're the most comfortable person. I would, you're the one person I feel most comfortable doing this with, except for maybe my dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me? Oh yeah, Vida also. Yeah, no, most comfortable men Wait, I could do this why with. why are you comfortable Wait. drawing your dad naked? <laughs> that is so They're going to kick you off YouTube. Bizarre. What do you mean? You and your dad Ooh, are drawing each other naked. European outlooks on life Dude, we're, are curious. Here's the thing, man. In Listen, Europe, when I've we seen, have little Marios running around, if I find the two of you drawing each other naked, 
Ain't gonna what, be good. What's the problem? I'm gonna yeah. be like, yeah, CPS. American. I've got a pedo in my hands. American dads do American shit. They throw footballs. They teach their kids how to shoot and other people. They never go naked and I, together anywhere. And, and I'm gonna teach my son. Uh, son, let's do some some father son bonding. <laughs> here's an easel. Here's a here's Drop a canvas. <laughs> your pants. Drop your pants. <laughs> Mario Epstein. Let me have a look. <laughs> Mario Epstein. Let me have a good look at this, son. Let's change you know, this subject. It's gonna grow not by much, but perfectly we're gonna natural. do well. You this know. is what you'll amount to. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm, it's better you know about this now. Me, then find out later in life. You, Grandpa, we're all so, struggling with the same penile. So you're prepared for the future. Are you future. gonna circumcise your Probably not. Because you say no, it's it's, it's a less uh it's a less enjoyable experience. Unless he's struggling with premature ejaculation, then we're gonna circumcise him so he can last about twenty five percent longer. Uh, okay. I was gonna say that I have drawn my best friend naked before. For real? Mm-hmm. V- female friend? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have a male best friend that isn't Mario, Adrian. So. That's true. You don't have any really male, except one gay friend you have, right? Correct. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I did have that one male friend. Yeah. But then that's how I met you. Well, all male friends, it's just hard as a woman having straight friends because they want to have sex with you, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why, you know. I only have friends also, who want to have sex with me. <laughs> also, they play like you think you're friends, but they're just playing long game. Sure. They're like, if we're friends for years, she might fall yeah, in love with right. me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. Oh, oh no. It never happened. Um, oh, Dexter, excuse you. <laughs> Tossing salad. Dice. But here's the thing, baby. As a woman, it's easier to draw another woman naked because you no, don't have to fluff. You should just ask me what it was like. I'll tell you. What was it like? So you were not naked. You, The other person was naked, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was 17. Okay. And it was for art class. Okay. And this was my best friend that I spent all like weekends with. Like we would do like multiple day sleepovers. Yeah. And uh, nobody was gay. You know, we were all just straight. Dexter is... Dexter might have been gay. <laughs> Look at him right now. He's Dexter's like, he's gay. like, I want you, Jeffy. I want Dexter's you. Very gay. It's a very gay Dexter. Um, and I remember I told her I was like, so my inspiration is butts. Like, I just want to draw you mm. from behind, standing, and I want to draw four different poses, and I'm going to draw it on the same paper, but you're the evolution of your body moving. And she kept leaning forward to show me her vagina as wow. a joke. And she would laugh and she'd be like, oh, and I was like, stop it. And I actually- That's such a boy thing. I actually rem- never remember seeing it because every time she started to do it, I would get really scared and I would close my eyes. I'm Damn. like, no, don't show me. And she's like, ah, my pussy. And I was like, oh my God, I just want your butt. And she's like, but this is better. <laughs> wow. How's she doing now? Is she- She's married. She- Driving a Subaru? No, she's no? married to a man. Okay, well, there you fucking go. There I go. came out of the closet, but I don't know if she did. Yeah. So. I don't know if she ever... I think she just liked flirting with people. Here's the thing. I don't think she was into girls. I think she just liked flirting with people. Yeah. That's about it. Hmm. But here's the thing. Truthfully, I mean, I'm dead serious right now. If I had a vagina, I would have no problem posing nude for other people. No problem at all. 
I've done it. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, the only reason why it's terrifying, because I've done some crazy shit in my life, you know what I'm saying? I've been naked everywhere with every, like, you know, I've done public anything, you know? So for me, that's not the issue. The issue is being self-conscious about how shriveled I am. <laughs> I'm dead serious right now. And yeah. that is truly, I if I had a vagina, dude, because I feel very comfortable in my body, my physique, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm in good shape. Yeah, so I don't worry boobs. about that. Like we're like, oh, what if our what if this angle for our titties is weird? Or I know, like, but what I'm, if our boobs are? I know, but lopsided. I'm in fantastic shape. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't make my boobs be in fantastic shape. But no, you can work out though, and if you're like fit, and you know, if you're comfortable, that's what I'm saying. If you're but comfortable in the rest change. of your body, like the penis specifically, it's just such a like. It's hard to control. I can, listen, I, think I can work out as much as you want. The boob insecurity is equal to the penis insecurity. But the boobs, you can still, your shape, you can work on that. And you can get a boob job much more easily. You can get a penis job. I know, but like, it's still like not the same. I think it is. I don't think so. Well, you're not It's not woman. as common. It's not as common, you know? You don't know that, sweetie. How many women have you had on, you know... Have I drawn naked? Not have so many. Had on the po- have, how many women have you asked about how insecure they are about their breasts oh, no. naked? For sure. No, I mean, insecurity when it comes to bodies with women, definitely higher than That's men. That's what we're talking because about. Because the societal pressure. We're talking about but the fear of being know, naked. But specific boobs. Okay. When it's cold, your boobs, when you're naked and it's cold and you're uncomfortable, your boobs don't get like two inches. You know what I'm saying? Like that's specific. Sure, insecurity in general, but the penis, and I'm sorry, baby, you only understand this when you have a penis because it fluctuates so much. I mean, you've seen mine a few times, not as much as I'd like to, but you've seen it a few times. And Twice a day, but it's not enough. <laughs> even with you, baby, sometimes I would be uncomfortable when I'm laying there and I'm not as like, you know, it's just, it fluctuates. And sometimes I don't want, I don't want him to be seen when he's not ready I to be seen. I do have a question, Jeff. Yeah. Do you also feel like really insecure with a woman seeing you um flaccid uh like like your partner Mm -hmm. not like not a first date like your your wife you know like someone you're with before sex i i don't like it but after sex because it's bigger it doesn't bother me at all. So I know what not, Mario's saying. I know. Not an answer to my question. <laughs> no, it is. No, I if love you're it. in a flaccid state and you haven't at all fluffed or anything, and she just walks in and you're just naked, like are you like, oh no, don't look at me? Or are you just like, this is me, I love my body? No, I would not want her to look at me. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just wonder, like, I would love to ask like a hundred men this question. Comment below. And most of them will say that unless they're showers. Because the thing is, I would love for her, for her sorry, not, not for your girlfriend, for you. Wait, well, usually see. when you say her, you're talking about your penis. Oh, yeah. No, I do call her penis sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah. she, I correct her sometimes because I just made a joke. Like she would refer to my penis. She was like, oh, he's so, he, I don't, you know what? I, baby, I'm going to I'm going to have an intervention. I don't like when you call my penis cute. That is something I just don't like at all. <laughs> it's something sorry. I just don't like. What's it. wrong with that? She would always be like, oh my God, he's so cute. Look at your little. And it's just not the right I don't word. Say, look no, at you the don't little. say, you never said little, but you know. Oh that my would God, be so, so rude. He's so cute. And well, it's just I like. I call a lot of things cute. I think it's just 
a word I need to Yeah, for use most less. men, if you ask 100 men, they probably wouldn't want their penis to be referred to as cute. You Maybe know? like penises are triggering to me. So to disarm it, I'm like, how cute. Mm, exactly. Less I think that's what it is. Yeah. 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 We always talk about, about penises on no, this there's podcast. No, there's a, there's, a, there's a solid theme and uh, yeah. I'm glad we were sticking to it. This phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. But you were cool, like, you know, drawing when you were there. I just love, want to commend you for being so dope. Thanks, babe. You know, because you were just there like a champ. She is. Filming us. She has been dope on these And shows. we've done some photo shoots with you also. You know, we did some photo shoots, modeling photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Some, some we put on OnlyFans, you know, mm-hmm. subtle plug. You can check it out. And it's been really wonderful because I feel comfortable. And it's kind of funny that I'm like comfortable with, you know, both of you guys in that level. Yeah. I think it's dope that you're cool with me seeing your best friend naked. <laughs> She's our Harvey like, Weinstein. I never even thought about that. I don't know. Jeff is just such a, he just, he's on such a different like. I've trained myself not to look at both of your penises while we work. No, just one at a time. <laughs> yes. No, I was telling like whoever, I don't know who I was telling this to, but I was like, yeah, when I take the photo, I just focus on the lighting of the whole frame. I don't look at. The genitals. Well, that's what Riley said or always when he was shooting, like, because we had Riley shoot in Florida. He shot, like, some, uh, I'd say, more adult stars, explicit stuff. And I was asking him, how is it? And I was like, I, he's completely removed from, he almost says the, the, the lens serves as a filter between what's happening. And, and I can see that. I even don't think if I was yeah. shooting somebody I'm sexually attracted to, if I'm in the mode of content creation and making art, I think I wouldn't even get aroused. And mind you, I, you know, I'd like to try it out. Uh, when I did a photo shoot just with you here, I got very aroused. Oh, yeah. tell us more. <laughs> What's <laughs> Come yeah. on. But that's also, you know, my, my so you, sex appeal transcends. It breaks through the lens. And no, it's just, you were just like being so hot. And then when I was like editing those photos, I was like, I would come out of my office and be like, baby. And you're like, what? And I'm like, oh, I feel things. And you're like, get back to work. And I was like, you're so hot. <laughs> back to work, woman. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, but I'm Sounds looking like I- at photos of you that are so hot right now. Or like videos or whatever. No, you did. Oh my God. The uh, photos you edited of us. Amazing, right? Yeah. She's Unbelievable. Really, really, really good. Really good, Thanks, baby. Guys. Thanks so much. Your style is awesome. Well, I'm yeah. coming into my artistic, you know. Yeah, I was telling everybody before I mentioned on every single podcast how you've been killing it with styling too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, to, I, oh God, I kept saying 2024, my career will blow up. Yeah. And already in the first month. Yeah. Um, half of the month, I'm on the team's dressing the biggest actors and directors right now for the Golden Globes, the Emmys, Critics' Choice Awards, the Oscars. Yeah. And it's all coming up because all these events are coming up in LA right now. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited for you. I'm so proud of you. I cannot. I'm like- Can you mention the name? Yeah. I'm allowed to say, because I put it publicly on my Instagram. So um, Killian Murphy is- Basically, he's a Golden Globe winner now for Best Actor from the movie Oppenheimer. And I'm on the styling team that's that's helping with yeah. all of his looks. And um, I'm also on this. I'm on the same team that's dressing Emerald Fennell, who is the director and writer of uh, what's it called? Um, the British movie. Saltburn. Saltburn. Oh, for real? oh that's yes. the one. Yeah. 
And Yo, that one also, yeah. She's yeah. incredible. And, you know, it's just like I, the last year and a half, I really was focusing on how to manifest things because I didn't know much about it. And Travis is always talking about manifesting and yeah, like, yeah. how powerful it is. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to manifest. I mean, I manifested you. But like, I need to manifest shit for my career, you know? Yeah. I need to provide. But how do you need- manifest specifically? Were you like, honestly, there's German stallion there's with big no, pecs? <laughs> there's no like one liner for manifesting. I think you just need to study what people say about it and yeah. then get comfortable with the concept. And then results will come. And I mean, essentially what I'm getting at is I, I felt like there was a big energy shift in how I approached things. Yeah. So the way I meditated, the thoughts I would have throughout the yeah. day, um, actually having dreams and goals and visualizing them yeah. and saying them out loud as opposed to constantly limiting myself, doubting myself. Yeah. And then- So powerful. Mm-hmm. Even saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Like what I do every morning now, so. I go on the rooftop, stretch with Dexter. And then I just go- Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say it like that. Exactly. I say, I'm an alpha. <laughs> I'm an alpha male. I'm an alpha male. All right, baby, what do you say on the rooftop? And I say, I'm an alpha. <laughs> no, I say things like, truly, this is what I do. I go, um, I'm, I'm, I'm creative. I'm talented. Uh, I'm unstoppable. I'm disciplined. I'm calm. I'm focused. Aww. I'm fair. I'm kind. I'm loving. I'm unstoppable. Um, I say those things. I say those things out loud, and it's it's quite powerful. That is so you know, cute. we had Morgan J in the pockets. He was like, he said, he said, yeah, you're you're, you're an entertainer. You're, and just saying those things out loud, I think it really does something because you kind of internalize that vibration, or whatever. I don't know. To I mean, love attraction, all this stuff. But you know, I think there's something to that for sure. You know, and then also being even more important. Talking about this last podcast too, being in a circle of people that just inspire you in that sense. Being around people in fashion that are you know. And being in those circles, mm-hmm. which is so important. Mm-hmm. Same with me with com- comedian. So, yeah, I love it. That's so crazy. It's so crazy. You know, that's like she just styled like the biggest fucking act in the world right now. It's just insane. Yeah. I literally just came home. Yeah, literally from, from dressing from him. From dressing him. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he's uh, so, be- can I just give a shout out? He's one of the, I mean, he's so beautiful. I mean, it's when really I watched pretty. Oppenheimer, I was like, I mean, aside from the cinematography and his epic movie, but he's like, what a, you know, you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. right? I haven't seen the movie, but I know him. You've never seen the movie? You no. haven't seen Oppenheimer? No, is it good? It's really good. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I was like, is it good? It's a lot of- Logan Paul said he walked out of it. Logan Paul also disrespected, um, like- She's saying it, Logan, not Japan, me. Chernobyl. Uh-oh. What else did he do? Uh-oh. Chernobyl? Coming for you. Well, this is- Didn't he? No, I don't Didn't think so. Didn't he go to yeah. Chernobyl and like no, he, make a publicity stunt of like uh, maybe thing? He, no, he, he, he <gasps> or no, is that just what he did in Japan? He filmed a dead body in Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Sorry. I don't know what that has to do with like his Sorry, I ability think to other crit- Im- criticize the film, but other you know. influencer. Oh, I'm just saying, um, just saying. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. It's his opinions, but uh, no, I think it's a fantastic movie. Okay, love I think Logan it's a fantastic Paul. movie. No, I don't love Logan Paul. I'm just saying, <laughs> listen. You have a crush on Logan Paul, admit I it. respect. He made, no, I think, honestly, I don't think I would. I don't, I really don't think I would vibe with him. But I do respect his work his ethic. Work ethic. So that's how what I feel. What he's fucking built is unbelievable. I feel that way about the Kardashian exactly. people. Like, Good example, the yeah. The Jenners, Kardashians. Like, 
I'm not their fan. I don't buy their products. And I respect the hell out of them. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, yeah. yo, you gotta just recognize that is unbelievable businesses they've built. Um, same with Jake Paul, you know, say what you want, but like they've all like really, this is some people you just. Well, listen, um, Oppenheimer is a very adult film. It requires your attention and you do you <laughs> have you, to ignore your phone for three hours. So maybe Logan wasn't cool with that. I don't know. Um, mm. It is deep. It's about extreme sacrifice, humanity, um, your Communism. Pur- purpose on earth. Yeah. Like the things that you do and how there's a, a a literal ripple effect of energetically how it kills people mm-hmm. because he creates a bomb that annihilates hundreds of thousands of people. And so you really get inside the head of that person and you understand the great weight that that care, you know, yeah. it's not to, the scientist isn't just doing things and then walking away, like yeah. they feel, it's it's got to win an Oscar. There's no way because the the that's way that's the story it explores, and the, being a Jew and having to hide that, and it's everything. Yeah. And also, the whole film was filmed on it was filmed analog. It was filmed on on film on film, right? Which is insane for a film like that. And also, like you see, I mean, just watch it's it's a crazy experience visually. And I I love the film, and I think I've never seen somebody carry a film like that, like Killian Murphy in that. He movie. also carried the film like unbelievable a champ. I don't know. Yeah. I just think he's he's dope, and I'm glad you're working with him. And I'm very proud of you. He's That's a, great. He's a cool dude. It's um, I feel like it's an honor to be associated with his brand. Yeah. And I'm assisting on the styling team, and I'm super grateful. Yeah. Um, like, it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Vida. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. It's super cool. One day you get to style me, baby. So I don't have to sit <laughs> here on my day. podcast wearing You're so cute. sweatpants. You know what so I mean? So I actually had made plans with Jackie to have dinner. So okay. I have to leave. Well, fantastic. We'll just have dinner by ourselves now. It's okay. Have a boys night. Have boys you? night. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine, I baby. Love you. That's fine, baby. So um, yeah, should we do let's 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 end on this. Let's we had dudes banging in Congress. Um, what's everybody's outlook for 2020? Let's just like wrap it with that. What's everybody's outlook on 2024? Jeffy, what do you what do you plan? You want to impregnate people still? I do, but I want more boys trips. Oh, okay. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm so cute. I just if I wear a mustache, can I come? <laughs> Vita can come, though. Vita can come yeah, on the Vita boys. Come boys right? But I want to be so. No, low. I'm excited for um, Vegas. And we got to, yeah. maybe Riley's going to come back. We can do Coachella again. You know, that could be fun. Yeah. And awesome. maybe we can do, I can do comedy shows in Austin. Maybe we can swing through. We can do some Austin shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm at that point in the 40s where you said you're supposed to enjoy it. That's me. That's what I want now. Yeah. You're in your. 50s. He's 59, yeah. but, but he's still, he's, he's a little delayed with everything. Yeah. I also am not, I don't, genuinely, Jeff, I don't know your age. Okay. Let's keep I, it a I genuinely don't know it. I'm just going to stick with 59, and that's just what's going to be. I think for the next five years, you're going to be 59. <laughs> that's right. I'm rolling into that's this. So we do it, yeah. But I'm excited. I'm celebrating my birthday in New York City. I'm doing a comedy show yeah. there, and I'm so fucking excited to I'm be. I'm going to be there. And yes, and I'm I'm just gonna celebrate my birthday. I'm not a big party person. I'm just gonna celebrate it just with Vita, I think. That's what I did for my birthday. The greatest just with Vita? <laughs> no, like yes. No, just with you. It was just us. Oh yeah, the yeah, your birthday, actual birthday, birthday yeah. yeah, but not your thirties, yeah. And um I just wanna be in the, the greatest city in the world, which is New York. And I just wanna be there and fucking New York. you know. 
Have a great New time. York. It's gonna be a fantastic year. I'm excited for everything. I'm excited to have yeah. such great friends like you guys in my life. You've been a great friend for me. Oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so many benefits. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like healthcare, <laughs> yeah. financial support. Exactly. exactly. This is what I get out of it. Exactly. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jeff, kidding. you've also been dope. Jeff, do you actually have big plans for 2024? That was Probably his question. I want to move. I'd love to buy a house if it's possible. In Los we, Angeles? I think so. Go to Arkansas, dude. Maybe it's a little more affordable. <laughs> Maybe if you buy one in like the valley where it's North a bit Hollywood. cheaper. Yeah. It's hard to find like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Because I don't see the lake. point of you. Because the thing is, you know, with Vita, so you for example. you want to settle down more. Yeah. Yeah. I like to have children at some point. I think Aww. you should, I think I could see you, you should live in fucking Long Beach or something or like in, in on the West side or, or in the Valley when you have a nicer place in North Hollywood. Cause yeah, but you want to be smart with your money. No, but the thing is like, it's cheaper there than in hot, than in here because we're in West Hollywood it makes sense because I do comedy, you do styling. So you want to be around all the, cause you're driving all the time to showrooms and yeah. to the, all the hotels and Beverly Hills and all that. So it makes sense for us. For Jeff, I don't really see for you how you have to be even in LA, you know what I'm saying? Or like have to be in like in the center of like Hollywood. You know, because there's nicer places outside that are more quiet, more affordable, bigger. Mm -hmm. You know? Not I that I want you out, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't want to leave LA. Now. No, I want I want I want to and I don't want him to ever leave, but I just see that for you. Especially if you want to raise you don't want to raise a kid anywhere near Hollywood Boulevard. That's the first <laughs> that's just something I'm gonna put my foot down and be like, yo. You cannot raise a kid anywhere within a, a mile radius of Hollywood Boulevard. That's just not how it was. It's not going to work. I know I'll never leave Bachman. Yeah. It's all, by the way, it's, it's, it's pronounced Bachman. Okay. Yeah. No, but um, it's going to be great. We're going to go to the Porn Awards. It's going to be fucking amazing. Guys, um, stay uncensored. We love you. New episodes every single Wednesday. I didn't say what I wanted to do. You cut her off twice. This is your second time. I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. Riley. <sighs> Cut that in before. Whatever she says now, cut that in before. All right? No, let's keep it authentic. I already did the <laughs> outro. Riley? You can redo the outro. Riley, cut everything. Cut the whole... Cut, cut it! Remove just, Vita from the just, whole episode. <laughs> what are your plans for 24, baby? Domination. Now, I... Um, if we accidentally got pregnant... Oops. I would handle it. And it would be a blessing. That's on my mind. <clears throat> In our threesome? <laughs> um, actually, today, a woman told me that she makes these bracelets. Mm. And I told her what my wish was. And she goes, I'll cut it off for you right now. She wished for a kid, basically. I wish for fertility. Good fertility. fertility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a very sweet moment between me and the housekeeping at the Beverly Hills Hotel. She was so cute. That's cute. It I was really moments, cute. Yeah. And then I, I, got, I got yelled at for um, not being efficient. But anyways, yeah. you know, small talk. Don't do that when you're working. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think like my love life, that's definitely something that I would be so grateful for if it happened. But we're not trying because we haven't even oh, had you our mean me having a kid also. wedding. No, I'm not, a kid also. No, not you. I would have a kid also. I will have any sperm donation, you know. I'll go out in West Hollywood and see. What if who we wants raise to... Jeff's kid? How weird would that be? That'd be awesome. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a good idea. Actually. What is happening? Guys, the, these are all jokes, okay? We're not that weird. It's no, we're not I, that weird. We just like to joke a lot. To bring it all back, 
I think having a kid, I still have to learn how to play American sports a little bit more. So we got to play a couple more rounds of basketball. This is biggest insecurity. I, I don't want to have, that's what I want to have. I swear to God, I want to have a girl. <gasps> how sexist? How do you know the girl won't know basketball really well? Because I think I can still, I'm not a sexist, she but I think you. I I'll could still, no, no, no. I'm just saying like, sexist it's not sexist. Listen, I'm not a sexist. I'm just saying that <laughs> if I had a girl, even if she played basketball, I think I would still be better than her because she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the time we have today, folks. That's probably Hashtag true. Though. Mario said something sexist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd be Bye. kidding. Guys, it was a pleasure. Subscribe. To new episodes every Wednesday. We love, love you. you. Stay uncensored. Um, we love you. Peace out. Also subscribe and rate and check out the animals too. Also, you can follow you. me on Instagram and see all the people I've been dressing. Yes. And if yeah. you want to get dressed, hit her up. But only if you win Golden Globes and shit like that. I am expensive.